0: this is day two um, and this is an actual fireside chat so uh, yesterday for day one we did kind of a more indoor it was really late so we got back pretty late but now you know we had a little bit more time and it's the end of the conference and it was it was a lot of fun and uh, yeah so actually this is the first time our whole family is on camera and on the show, which is really cool. So, um, you all know I'm Bruce. I'm Jacob. It's Jacob. We've got our mom. She's been on the show before. Our dad is joining us too, and he's been on twice. Um, and then this is my brother his Ryan. His
1: debut. Yeah,
0: his <laughs> debut. And then this is my brother Wesley, and he was on yesterday. So, um, how many talks were there today? There were. Were there three?
1: three? Four? I know there was a Toby Sumter
0: yep. on you. Toby Sumter. Jared right. Longshore. I'll speak up just a bit.
1: Jared Longshore <clears> had <throat> one. Yeah. Uh, I think Pastor Wilson has Yes,
0: been Doug Wilson started out. Right? started out the morning. Out the morning. Yeah, yeah. Combat. We were doing an interview Excuse with June from uh, Avoda. And Jared, so we missed yeah. the Jared Longshore, Longshore talk. So, love for you to kind of, those of you that could make that yeah. talk, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be going back and listening yeah. to which is it. these
2: four over here. So. Yeah,
0: right, right. Um So, I mean, yesterday we kind of just went talk by talk and just broke it down for a little bit. It's just 10, 15 minutes, but, um, you know, Doug Wilson's morning talk was really interesting. How would you guys sum up what he was talking about? Like, what was the, what's, like, in one well, sentence? The,
2: the title, the title, well, I can't do it in one sentence. <laughs> <I might laughs> it's really be, tough. There's yeah. There was so much. Um, the, the title was it, Bad Words, Mockery, and Sarcasm. Right, I said, yes. I said before, Rated our That's kind that of was, the Serrated Edge its... in a nutshell, right? Right, like, that's the... right. That was last night's uh, talk, but th- this morning's talk was uh, <clears throat> Bad Words, Mockery, and Sarcasm. Mm. Yeah, in, in the Serrated Edge, and we, we had an interview with Doug Wilson right after it. Yes, that that's
0: was... right. We yeah. did. We had him on the show, yeah. Um, but... Um, So, you know, like one of the things he started out by saying, you know, there are some situations where a fool shouldn't be answered according to his own folly. And there are some times when he should. Greg Bonson does a great breakdown of that whole dichotomy, right? Because on the one hand you answer them according to their folly to show them that what they're, what the fool is talking about is pure folly. So you're like, Hey, let's play this out. Let's talk about where this goes. And Christ would do that, you know, and, knowing when, when
1: is the right time. Right, yeah.
0: when's the appropriate time to I do mean, that. And then when's the appropriate time to not answer them according yeah. to that folly.
2: Yeah. I mean, he brought up uh, every time you use... So, okay, he was bringing up the fact that, you know, there's the, this argument against um, using biblical satire and using these bad words, mockery, and uh, sarcasm. The, the thing against it is saying, oh, well, Christ, Christ knew how to use it because we say that Christ uses <laughs> yes, it. Yes. Yes. Um, so therefore, we must use it. And they say, "Oh, but, but we're Christ not Christ." Knew, right. Christ knew how to use it. We yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, and
0: then what he his response to that was, <laughs> it was hilarious." It's go like, ahead. Do you, Christ. Yeah. He was like, well, "Christ called us to love." Yeah. Right. Are we not supposed to love? Right. You know, we're supposed to be imitators of Christ. Right. We're supposed all, to all things. You know, yeah. what is it? And he was like, well what is a Christian?" Christian is an imitator right. oh, of Christ, right? So, yeah. so yeah. that would mean that
2: we imitate all that Christ did. Yeah. Yeah. And um well and going going forward in it, he was saying that but we do have this understanding that every time you use it wrongly, mm. you get a feel for that situation and it sets you back for when you want to use it correctly. Yes. Because every time you use it wrongly, it's like a habit. You're building a bad habit. Yeah, you're yeah. building up a bad habit. And so we want to make sure that we're Im- actually imitating Christ and doing it well. Right. Yeah. Um, Doug Wilson who, said that. The...
1: Who the target is.
2: Yeah. yeah. The target yeah. and what to say, it's when not to your say family. it. Yeah. He, not was,
1: Wesley.
2: he was talking at the <laughs> end that we have to um, make a list of all the bad words and the times that, that we, we use it and yeah, make sure... make a list of our vocabulary. Right, make a list of our vo- vocabulary and yeah. make sure that we ask certain questions to make sure that we're, um, using them in the correct manner.
0: Yeah, and we, and we should be deliberate about our speech. Um, part of, I wrote down, you know, he was talking about James and bridling the tongue, and I wrote down, part of bridling the tongue is being aware of and deliberate in your language. Um...
1: Yeah, the guidelines for that, like, the ways not to use right. it. Right,
0: and he was saying that the early chapters of John teach us how Jesus picked fights. (laughs) He said a couple times, you know, Jesus picked fights. That's what he did. And the early chapters of John teach us how Christ did that. he makes fun of the Pharisees' clothes, their man made laws. He made fun of so much about them and mocked them, right? But the way that he did it was was a specific way. So, anything else you want to add before we move on to right, Toby Sumter's question?
1: The one question that stood out to me about how to know when to use it when not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There,
1: which he gave a bunch of them. So, you know, you can go back and find them all. But the one that stood out to me was. Are you using the words on purpose as an act of Christian discipleship?
0: Oh yes, like, are right.
1: You, or are you just saying them to be funny for yourself?
0: Yeah. You
1: know, or show yeah. Value is it for
0: them? the use of the other? Person? Matthew twelve thirty six tells it? us that we're going to be accountable for every idle word for Christ, right? And we should be in that mindset that we're accountable for our idle words, and we should take our words very seriously. Yeah, that's that's a really good point.
3: Before we before
2: we move on, does anybody here
3: have that I. It's interesting," he said. "The attitude you have when you say anything, really, because he's saying if you even if you have just like a replacement for like yeah. a curse word, mm. you yell at every time you hit your, <laughs> hit yeah. your thumb. Yeah, it's,
1: doorknob,
3: it's, it's, or it's, doorknob, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the same yeah. as because it's curse the attitude. Word. Yeah, it's the attitude and
1: it's and a you have. Right. You know? yeah. 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 Empty yeah. word.
4: Mm. When you're telling a story hmm uh you're you're depicting sin but the way I understood it is that that sin has to be corrected mm. in that story mm. um' the, not just left there the man who cursed God's name yes was later on saved right he right
0: saved. which was the point of the story
4: was the point of the yeah, story Yeah. Right? that's a good point um, he, he mentioned Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. uh, his son, Indy, used mm-hmm. the Lord's name in vain. His father slapped him in the mouth, <laughs> right. you know, which was very appropriate. Yeah, yeah. You know, sure. uh, in that uh, he corrected him, Don't mm-hmm. I, he ever curse the Lord. I don't know if the character actually
1: has to be in English. Like That person could die. Mm. Like if you're writing a story, that person right. could die in, in that sin. sin. Yeah. But yeah. the lesson there and it's, is, is still in not that that guy's she, not the hero or whatever. Right.
4: In the this, this, this story, you could see that he lived a terrible life because of the yeah. sin. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That would be a biblical story. Yeah. Yeah. I might be more limited well,
1: on it. Yeah. You're not, gl- in, in essence, you're not glorifying
4: right. the man the
1: who is continually sleeping around, drunk all the time, and saying bad words all the time. Right.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as a defense of that, you know, because he, Doug Wilson was talking about an illustration, he wrote a story and used the Lord's name in vain, one of the characters did, right? And then he brought up, uh, and then uh, someone wrote in and was mad at him because he did that, you know. So he brought up, um, uh, he said our use of the words depend on the context we're in. And he brought up the story that Jesus told of the two men who went to the temple to pray, and one of the men broke the third commandment by being irreverent and exalting himself in his prayer right and christ was not breaking the third commandment by telling this story right christ was giving an illustration of someone who you are not to follow and in the process that person in the story broke the third commandment
2: so i the thought phrase, that was really the phrase that i thought of when he was talking about was uh context drives meaning mm, yeah um yeah so yeah, it's a really good point. Well, we've got about
0: five minutes left, and we've got two talks. So there was Toby this one will Sumter's. Just be longer. What's that? This one will
1: just be <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So the next one was,
0: Jared Longshore. was, so, was, was next. Jared Longshore. So I think it was Toby Sumter's message that was next. Jared Longshore's. Oh okay. So yeah, Jake and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. it <laughs> so, quiver. What was one of the? So we missed it. So what was the? I'll ask him to do the same I, thing Jake did, but in one sentence or two, what was the main thrust of his message? This was not
1: your main thrust, but this was a very powerful point that I think I brought up when we read the table. He was talking, let's, let me, let me back up and see if I can get the theme of the whole thing. I guess he was trying to define, like he said, what we're up against, what God's strategy is, and then the bucket load of promises. Mm. Those were the three points. So in, in... Determining what we're up against. But one point when he was talking about the pagan culture, um, that doesn't believe your children are yours. So they're, they're redefining everything. They're redefining mm. marriage. They're redefining love. They're redefining all the terms. And and the one point he made was that um, we're in a time now where marriage, you know, two men can get married. Or pretend to rent out a woman's womb. Yeah. for yeah. the purpose to rip that baby from her womb. Mm. That's the fruit. Yeah. Of
0: her womb. they're yeah. Ripping
1: it away from her, give and then basically fill their fridge with milk, <laughs> mother's milk, to yeah. give to that baby, and cast the, the woman aside. Yeah, you know, and just basically say, you're of no use. You, yep.
0: You, yep.
1: You know, this is that. Just like. Yeah. That's a that's a powerful image. So this is what we're up against, right? This kind of mm-hmm. gross invasion of what God's truth is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah and debasement of the family, which is the fundamental building block of society. I mean, Toby Sumter would always say, you know, if someone's messing with uranium next door. You're gonna freak out a little bit and you're gonna be like, uh, what are you doing, right? And that's not, you're not just gonna be like, well, whatever they do in their house behind closed doors, is fine by me you're messing with something that will fundamentally either build up or destroy a nation when you mess with the family.
3: Mm.
0: And we, we need to get that perspective back.
1: Yeah. I, me-
2: well, I mean, the the the, the phrase that nuclear family... Nuclear, yeah.
4: yeah.
2: And it's... So uranium is yeah, yeah. part of that. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's like you're messing with right. that family that is
4: nuclear. Right. Nuclear. Yeah. Uh, when did uh Toby Sumter talk about the Molotov family? Hmm. Uh you know, the families are like a, a <laughs> cocktail you're yeah, yeah. It into culture. It blows up <laughs> it's the culture. You know, right. which, that's how powerful the family is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh in the way unfortunately the wicked knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then the Christians don't. Right, right. Which is like, why? Why do the wicked know that, and the Christians are yeah. too stupid to know that? What well, was like, it? What's uh, the deal. Why are we so ignorant?
0: Yeah. You know? Well, Ben Me- Ben Merkel's message from last year. You know, you may not be post mill, mm-hmm. or believe in infant baptism, but the left does, and that's why they're winning. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. They have a positive outlook on the future. They're going to fight for it hard, because that's what they live for, and they know that the children. Are key to the future. The next I generation. Think that's is what this
1: whole message was. I'm trying to get the flow of it because that one part stood out to me as something mm. like, "Wow, this is jarring. This is a jarring image." Yeah. You know, and this this is an important thing to think about. Yeah. But I think the overall flow was about the covenant and the family. Yeah. Because you know, there's Pado Baptist, Credo Baptist. There's all kinds of people throwing things, slinging mud back and forth at mm. each other. But what it comes down to is the covenant. Yeah to yeah. promises and right. the family. And the one thing he said that I just saw, I remembered after I looked at it here, was about the arrows. That We're not waiting for our children to become arrows. They are arrows. Mm. You know? Like,
3: yeah. we start cool. sharpening yeah. those arrows. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there was a lot more in it. And, you
3: know, but... I mean, yeah. And, uh, he also said Satan is at war with fans. Yeah. Mm. Not at war with the individual person. He's at war with families. Yeah. That includes your children. So I think, oh, we don't need to care about them. That they, they aren't believers yet. Mm. You still need to protect them from Satan. Right. They're right. after your
4: family. Yeah. You know, the way that God has designed it, we start. the The next generation is starting. On a high point, mm. starting you know the scriptures talk about um, being on the mountaintops, gliding over the mountaintops. It's it's easier up on, on the flat surface of the mountaintops rather than going down through the jungle, through mm. the bushes. Yeah, uh, and yeah. this is how the family should be. This is how we should be in our sanctification. That once we we get used to uh, a mature Christian is somebody. Who's, has exercised discipline mm. so he he's he knows to say no yes he knows yes. pornography no. yeah uh, theft no yeah and he he's, yeah. already, he's trained in maturity mm. and in the maturity is not just knowledge maturity is applied knowledge he's mm. already used to beating his body in submission mm. he's already used to saying no we're not doing that it, it's not even a temptation anymore yes it's yes like, no over here no we're not doing no yeah i'm, I'm, I'm staying away now he's pulled the log out of his own eye yes now he can see clearly to pull the sliver out of his neighbor's eye and who's his neighbor his children hmm. and so now his children from from the youngest of ages is used to they, they haven't even they, they don't even have that temptation they're already strong in the faith because they've been trained in the faith. Mm. They've already been exercised in the faith right. from a young age. Right. And uh, and now they're ready. So it's the the second generation of children uh, who've grown up in the faith. Yeah. They're far stronger. and you can actually see this. Yeah. You know, it's just you you see a pastor who's new in the faith. Well, he's not as strong as he's mm. not strong theologically, he's not even strong in his own personal walk. Mm. Yeah. As yeah. somebody who's second generation. Right. I, I always look at that. It's like, uh, you know, I, I look at the pastor and it's like, oh, he's first generation. Yeah. That explains something here. Right. I, second Doug Wilson, second generation. Yeah. You know, uh you know, he second generation, you're already you, they're not starting that ground zero. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: well you're you know. Covenantal. We were talking to um June at uh, the, Avoda, the Avoda booth, and he, we interviewed him on the show, and that interview will go live sometime throughout this week, um, and it was really interesting because he was talking about that on a cultural level. You know, there are 680, I think, that's the number, 680 million Christians in Africa, as opposed to 150 million in, in America, right? And, but most of them are first generation, he was given this story of um this old lady who fell off of this scooter in the middle of an mm. extremely busy freeway
2: in africa in, in uganda. Africa.
0: uganda off okay. of her
1: own scooter. yeah off, off of a taxi, a taxi, taxi scooter. scooter okay
0: and she's in the middle the cars are just driving around her. nobody's helping her up even the taxi driver just drove, just drove off nobody thought to help her at all yet it's 80 percent christian right 80 percent christian that that city um he the I one that city like that he's in Whenever he takes his vehicle to the mechanic, he says he always empties it of gas, pretty much empty of gas beforehand because the mechanics all steal the gas. Yeah. That's just what they do. And everybody knows, oh, the mechanic's going to steal the gas if I bring it in. But because it's uh, the. They don't have it Right. To a real they don't have that of foundation of Christianity like America does. We take it for granted that it's such a generational thing. All the things it's that just we just common take. Knowledge right. Now. right. Because it's ingrained in a multi-generational society, even if they're not, this generation is crumbling, and so we're seeing, seeing a lot more of that kind of stuff, right. but we still don't have it to the extent that these countries do, that don't have generations of Christians.
4: And let me just say, a mechanic in this country knows that if his customer sees, and he knows his customer would know, he wouldn't even think about that. Mm. You know, the, the mechanic would be like, I'm going to lose customers if I do that. Yeah. And they know better uh, because of our Christian foundation. Yeah. That covenantal succession, you know, personal, family, yep. cultural, yep. it's happening all the way through. Yeah, and, You know, it, people are like, oh, our, our nation is so bad. It's like, it, yes, but I look at even in my field, HVAC, um, I'm trying to apply God's law to every area of HVAC. I'm thinking about how to apply God's law. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill. Um and you know, even though other technicians are not thinking that way, at the same time, they're like, we have to obey the follow the rules. And you know, there is conversation. Hey, we can't kill anyone. (laughs) You know, the unbelievers know they can't kill people. Right, right. They might take shortcuts, but they know that Listen, this has to be right when I leave. I can't kill someone. Yeah, yeah. You know. it
1: goes back to, I think, um, Doug Wilson was saying this in his first, that certain amount of propriety that's there. You know, like, people will say that the F word, but they'll still put the asterisks.
2: Yeah, asterisks, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
1: still that remnant of... Yeah, you were saying... There's certain um, things you just don't you create Restraint.
2: Yeah. You create the fence, and yeah. you have to create the right fence. Because mm-hmm. it can't just be... Because he was saying that. Legalistic. Yeah, he's saying that that's just, um. They're creating these boundaries, but it's um, inconsistent boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. not. They're not right boundaries, and it's like, I had this image in my head of just like, you're placing fences just randomly, across, strewn <laughs> <through>, across <laughs> your backyard. Yeah. You're not stopping any. There's
1: no purpose. Yeah. There. yeah.
0: Well, so all of that kind of came from Jared Longshore's presentation which was really interesting and I definitely now need to go back and watch that which would be cool um so the last was actually was it the last one of the day was Toby Sumter's message
1: yeah. yeah that
0: was the last one um yeah
1: because then they had the round t- or then they had the um, yes
0: the live show, live show. Live show. yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
0: um right yeah. which was which was really cool so for the Toby Sumter's message um we only have a few minutes left but he was talking about like his starting out his first line was you do not have a full orbed christian worldview until you have a christian
2: imagination um yeah and it was really and, and fascinating speaking to that he was in order leading up to that he was saying that the worldview that the christians are pushing right the worldview that christians have is still laced with secular ideology mm. it's yeah. still laced with that secular thinking um yeah yeah and then continue go ahead yeah yeah well you know
0: he went on to say we we have to have our imaginations baptized which was really yeah yeah, I that too. yeah yeah and then he like straight out read two or three pages from a couple of the narnia books throughout his presentation which was really fascinating i mean we've all read through yeah who recognized years the ago.
1: characters i knew example. this
0: I actually knew both of those scenes. Like yeah, placed, yeah. I could place which books they were in, in but head.
1: yeah, I
4: yeah. remembered reading those. But um, they were talking to the White Witch. Was that the Green Witch? That was the green no. witch. Yes. Yeah. That yep. Was that was in uh, oh, the Silver Chair. Silver Chair. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: He said it was a Magician's Nephew, but I think say, it was.
1: He did see Magician's Nephew. I think it was
0: Silver, like, silver the more Chair. we talked
1: about it, I'm like I think this is Silver so yeah. Chair. Yeah. Yeah. Does I think, think it was Silver Chair. Yeah.
0: But it it was really. A great story and i mean that's just it's one of those things where you kind of just have to go back and watch his presentation on that um it was it was really good um but
1: we do forget that though the importance of the beauty and the imagery and the creative process
4: mm.
2: yeah. and that you know? that we um as christians we seem to really be bad at making stories, yeah. but then when we look <laughs> at CS Lewis in the stories that he created, they're amazing, you know, they're really, timeless. really, good. And yeah, even unbelievers know them.
3: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right.
2: People People know um, the Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. The, the people who I uh, talk to in my work really know the Lord well, of the Rings well. Well, and it inspired
0: generations of literature after that and an entire new genre I mean yeah. like because of what he you know what he produced
3: yeah Tolkien made English mythology <laughs> mythology not quite but yeah it seems like that he, sometimes yeah, yeah he actually
1: I think that that's, one that's of his what
3: purposes. it was that, that was his purpose
1: was of English
0: oh of because it was English yeah, yeah.
1: distinctly English. because I
0: was like there's English. the you know St. George and there's you know there's other um
3: King Arthur and nice the there were a lot people. of borrowed
1: things from.
3: Yeah, think... you were saying one time that there were like trolls and dwarves, but no one really had a specific
1: a history theme. of them. Yeah. History
3: yeah. Of them. He,
1: he built them. He
3: took the name dwarf and troll and made it into what we now know as dwarves and trolls.
2: Yeah, we yeah. have this image in our heads now what a dwarf and a dwarf troll look like, but it really was um, Tolkien who really. Brought that into our perspective or our imaginations. Yeah. Um,
1: Gave them a history.
2: Gave yeah. Them a, yeah. Yeah. Well, and so Christians uh, don't have to be bad. You can do it well. Yeah.
0: Well, a big part of what he was saying was that Christians today do a great job focusing on, well, this is a generalization. There are more Christians now that do a good job of focusing on doctrine and on solid truth yeah. and on, you know, uh, there's no moral uh, relativity, you know, it's, you know, all of these things, logical arguments, which is which is great. But um, Toby Sumter brought up a C.S. Lewis quote um, where C.S. Lewis said, no justification of virtue will allow a man to be virtuous. So justifying the virtue and describing it that way is not going to instantly make you virtuous. And it was it was interesting, you know, he was talking more about, you know, in the heat of the moment, your mind isn't gonna go to arguments. Your mind isn't gonna just like, you know, you're going to remember stories. You're going to remember those things. And a couple months back on the show, we were talking about, um, which commandment was that? It was the first commandment. And we started with the first commandment. You know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm. Heart is the first one. And we talked about heart is your emotions. How do you love God with your emotions? Storytelling, a biblical imagination. Yeah. Is a great way of loving God look with at, your emotions.
1: Look at the way the culture has used stories to shape people's thoughts now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like movies, TV shows, yeah. books, yeah. like this kind of stuff. That game of yeah, the, this kind of stuff was out there. It gets in your subconscious. It, it it attaches itself to your feelings, your emotions, yeah. The music, right? Like how many times right. do we say, "Oh man, I wish there was a soundtrack following me around like I'm walking down the street," <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. You, and you connect with that, and then it it sticks in there. Yeah,
3: and, and God you connected
1: that. You know, the the God used stories and creative imagery. Yeah.
2: Psalms.
1: Yeah, beautiful imagery. Yeah.
2: yeah. And he was saying, and this is later on in my notes, that, um... Narnia is not just a story, right? As you were saying, it's... The way we think of stuff, it... it, it stories affect our worldview. Mm. Like he, um... And he was saying that... It's... Truth in the flesh. And then... He was then talking about... Game of Thrones is... Sin and lies in the flesh. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well... We are at time, we're at half an hour. <laughs> but this was all, this was all really good.
1: And Wes has
0: still more to say. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's I have so much more to say. I
3: barely got through yeah. a quarter of my notes. We <laughs> talk about the thing that didn't happen in lectures, the psalms thing that, <laughs> sto- that just started up in uh, Market oh. Square. Oh yeah, that'd be oh, yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, because it sort of shows how God changes our thinking. That wasn't the Five Lap people asking people to do something. Mm-hmm. It was the community of the Five Lap Feast people to then say, hey, how about we do a something? Well, yeah. and, and for those who I'll give some context, but that's wonderful. We, be, we, are, we shall be uh, joyful warriors and yeah. sing. Yeah, 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 That's great. Well, some
0: context, because everybody's confused as to what he's talking about, maybe. <laughs> but um, there was a uh, pro baby murder. Um, uh, rally of sorts, people marching around yeah. the local square here in Knoxville um, during our lunch break, lunch hour, and we happened to be there for lunch and a lot of other people from the Fight Life Feast Conference were there as well. And um, these people are, you know, marching around with signs and what was it they were chanting? Uh, uh, Women's rights is, this is democracy or something don't like
1: Don't put that. us
0: backwards or something? Ah, I forget. Yeah, it was just a load of garbage. Up. That their was usual topic there, uh,
2: there was another sign, it was, uh, pro-life is anti-woman. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, which is insanity. And Except we can talk all night about that. that. But yeah. but the response, the, the yeah. response was incredible. Um, it had to be a group of 15, 20 people from the conference. Yeah. Uh, and you can tell, because everybody had their lanyards. Like, yeah, what yeah, yeah I love yeah. that. I love and they, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so oh. they all got together, pulled up
2: some of the songs we had been oh. singing. Um, throughout the conference and they just started singing there was um there was a chat in which everything was like it was like going down where they were like
0: this um, <laughs> it was our group chat yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: it was our and, conference group yeah, chat. i remember I remember,
2: thinking, it. I remember thinking we were in this one restaurant <laughs> and i looked around the restaurant as all this was going on um this was before the, the the singing actually happened but just like all of the people in the restaurant that I was looking around because we could tell each other from the landing, right? Right, and a ton of people there was like a, a family of 10. It's like half the restaurant was full, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, if we all just went out there, yes, and just uh, started singing, or
1: well, like Jake really wants to do, just sing right in the restaurant, that's, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Like yeah. Well, and so that, me, that okay.
0: you know, that really made me think, how many Christians are there that aren't doing what? the people at Phyla Feast did today. How many Christians are there who will sit there and just take it? Yeah. Yeah. When we could be so much stronger together.
2: Who silently, the silent Silent
0: majority. Right, Right. And they won't be the majority for much longer because that kind of cowardice, it breeds more cowardice and eventually, poof, you're gone. Okay,
1: before we go too far off, I want to know, Ryan, this is your first Phyla Feast experience. What
2: are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, different.
1: Yeah, different good than different than, band. will uh, sell
2: Then when, uh, well, this is kind of my second because you guys-
1: Oh was... yeah. Right, right. Earlier Florida. this year yeah. in South
2: Dakota, yeah. yeah. It, it was nothing like this. Well, yeah,
1: this one's the big one.
2: Yeah, it yeah. was cool. That was the one day. Well, this
0: was, this was really cool. And this is the first time we've ever done, I had the whole family on the show at once and we're all in person for it's been a long while so this has been a long time coming which has been super cool and um yeah so i'm I'm tying them all up and uh they're coming back with me on the plane to south dakota so well will be great yeah any uh final thoughts quick five second takes anything you wanted to add before we wrap up i think we should
4: encourage your viewers to meet us the next time to meet yeah. it yes oh,
2: for sure definitely. yes absolutely i bet there's a bunch more a lot there of people now, now for... who go to these conferences yeah. that have heard of us now yeah. So. You so, so yeah yeah next time <laughs> next time say hi come up to us yes but
1: there's a cap on how many people can be there so don't want to tell them where it's going to be till we get our ticket <laughs> yeah
0: right right we get our ticket first 2000.
1: Yeah, well, I mean. It was pretty close this time. 2,000 in, in South Dakota. It was about
0: 1,000. Oh, yeah. They in gave out like 1,000 goodie bags, yeah. Oh, yes. So,
2: well, this hopefully, was really cool. Hopefully, we'll be a vendor, so we'll get yes. tickets.
0: Yes. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> so, um, if you want to get access. I have to slip in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, if you want to get access to all the presentations from the speakers, and additional content i think flfnetwork.com is the place you can go for that our website is trdshow.net so check us out on all the platforms we're on Um, send us an email or a message through the website and um, thanks so much for watching so we'll see you next week